Hey there, everybody. I have a new workshop on the books, December 16th at 2 p.m., and I totally want you to be part of it. If you are saying to yourself, oh my gosh, I just cannot get it all done. I don't know how I could even level up my business because there is so much on my plate right now. Or if you just have no time to work on your business, you're always working in your business, you need to be in this workshop. I am going to help you figure out how to make the most out of your day, your week, and your month so that you can be even more productive and have more time. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having a day where you go, huh, I really don't have anything that's urgent. I'm going to take the rest of the day off. See ya. Bye-bye. Wouldn't that be lovely? If you want that for your business and for your life, I want you to be at this workshop. December 16th at 2 p.m., totally free, MsMelissaRose.com forward slash time back. I can't wait to see you there. Can I just say, you're a rare find. Running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos, and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick-and-mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. How are you? Melissa Rose here coming in hot because you guys, I finished the 75 hard challenge about a week and a half ago. And I knew when I took this challenge that there would be a podcast because I already was learning so much within the first couple weeks. So this episode is all the things that I've learned and how they apply to business. The 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frizzella. I did this because the people that I look up to, admire, want to run my business, like they do really great things for themselves and for their bodies and for their surroundings. So I'm like, I wanted to level up. I just was like, Melissa, you can do better. I also hit a little milestone in my life. I turned a year older and that always kind of puts things in perspective too. Like, okay, how can I be better? Am I at my best? So when I was 40, I ran a marathon and now I'm 45 and I don't want to run a marathon. I have no ambition to do that. Not that this was a marathon, but it was a different kind of marathon. A lot of it was mental and a lot of it was just sticking to a plan. So we're going to talk about the ways that I learned from this and grew from this and I want to share that with you because I think it's a great challenge to be a part of if you're up for it. Okay, so what is the 75 hard? The 75 hard is drinking a gallon of water a day. It is two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. It is one diet of your choice, no cheat days and no alcohol, reading 10 pages a day, like physically opening a book and reading 10 pages and the 10 pages 
is self-help or self-improvement. And then document a picture daily. So I did this because I was drinking every day. Every day I would have a beer or two. I also work out a lot. I'm a dance educator, so I still teach a little bit in the studio, plus I work out. Doing two workouts a day, that did not scare me. However, I knew I needed to schedule it. You just have to in order to get all the things done. I thought my biggest challenge would be the not drinking because that has been part of my life for so long, but that was one of the main reasons I wanted to do this challenge and to improve my water intake. Even though I teach dance and I work out regularly, I am a terrible water drinker. I just really struggle with that. And then I wanted to read. I listen to so much. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts, but I don't physically open a book. And I was like, Melissa, what are you doing at the end of the night? You're scrolling and you're not even intentionally market researching or messaging people. You're just wasting time. So could I take that time and do better? And the answer is yes. So I am super excited to share with you what I learned and what my takeaways are. And I hope maybe it inspires you to do the challenge yourself or think of how you can up-level yourself and your business. So number one, plan and schedule. So this is a 75-day challenge. Okay. So we looked at the calendar and when I say we, I did this with a friend, which will be another part of this, but we looked at the calendar and she came up with the dates because she was like, okay, there's really no big holidays. (laughs) Cause you know, there's a lot that happens around holidays and she came up with the dates and I was like, okay, sure. I didn't plan the dates. I was just like, go, go time. She decided the start time, which was September 13th. And we had talked about this like in mid August. So I knew I had to give myself some lead time to train my body to drink the water because I knew that would be hard for me. So I started the challenge probably two and a half, three weeks before we started the challenge because I knew I would fail. I just knew it. Not that I wanted to fail, but I just knew that drinking a gallon of water would be super hard for me. Squeezing in two workouts a day, that would be hard too. And I knew I needed to schedule it. If you don't have that time blocked out, it's not going to happen. So I knew my schedule was pretty busy. So going forward, I blocked out that time on my calendar so nothing would interfere with it. But I gave myself like two and a half weeks of training, and I'm saying that in quotation marks, so that I could be set up for success when the challenge actually started. So how this applies to business, a lot of times we have the best intentions, and this is why I wanted to share this episode now, because we are thinking about 2022, and we are thinking about those goals, and how we're going to up-level, and all those things. But We overestimate our goals and underestimate how much time it's going to take to achieve them. So then we're set up for failure because we want the results immediately. And we need to plan accordingly. We need to maybe take on a little bit less so that we can do it consistently. So in order to achieve those goals, we have to plan for them. And many of us have that goal written down. We may even have the steps on, okay, we need to do this. And then, oh, in order to do that, we need to do this. But then we just failed to take that final step and put it in the calendar and block it out so that we can actually do it. 
And that is the lesson here is even though this was 75 days, I had to give myself like two and a half weeks before it even started so that I could map it out and plan it out and make sure it was a priority in my life. Second thing I learned was accountability. And this was reinforced when I did it with my friend, Tina. So we did it together. We were sitting in the mastermind that we were in. Another fellow mastermind girl was already doing it and she looked great. She had lost some weight and she just looked amazing. And we're like, oh my gosh, okay, let's do it. So Tina and I did it together. So we had that accountability there. Tina and I are really good friends. And she would totally agree that she is not consistent. So (laughs) I kind of knew going into this, like, Tina's not going to go through with this, right? So I needed to hold myself accountable by telling people. Now, I didn't blast it, but I did share it with people in conversation as I was out and about with my team, with the studio, or with my family, just to hold myself accountable because I needed that. And that goes back to business and your goals and what you're doing. There are actually stats on accountability. So I'm going to read them off here. When you have an idea or goal, you are 10% likely to complete it. When you consciously decide that you will do it, you have 25%. And that's pretty good, right? When you decide. But when you commit to it and you have a plan, then you go up to 50% of actually achieving that goal. But when you have a specific accountability appointment with somebody that you have committed to, and shared with that plan, you are 95% going to achieve that goal. So accountability is huge. So that applies to business. It applies to personal life. It applies to everything. When we have goals, that's awesome, but it means nothing if we don't set out a plan, if we don't block it out, and if we don't share it and have somebody holding us accountable. All right, number three, this one was eye-opening because what I thought was going to be hard wasn't hard, and I alluded to it earlier. So I started this challenge because I wanted to stop drinking as much. I didn't want to stop drinking. I wasn't worried about that, but I was concerned with how much I was drinking. I was drinking daily. So I thought that was going to be the hardest part of this challenge, and it turned out that drinking water was the hardest part of the challenge. Giving up alcohol, yeah, it was hard at times. There are seasons or moments in life when you want to have a beverage. My daughter turned 18. I felt I deserved a beverage there. I was making homemade tomato sauce for spaghetti. And, you know, when you're cooking and the flavors and the recipe calls for red wine, I mean, it was really hard not to have a glass of wine with that. But it was the drinking the water that was the hardest. And what I took from that is that there's a lot of times when we are doing something in our business, whether it's a marketing strategy or whether it's for me speaking or doing a podcast, saying you're going to do a podcast. A lot of times what we think is going to be hard totally isn't. So what I thought was hard wasn't hard. And that's the same with business. We go into something like speaking or creating a podcast or doing a marketing strategy, and we think this is going to be the hard part. And it ends up being something totally different, which sometimes takes us off our rails and then we get flustered and we don't finish the goal. So it was just an eye opener for me and a reminder that some things 
even though we can plan for what we think is hard, we're going to be caught off guard sometimes and we just have to be ready for it. And that is what life is about. Life is going to catch us off guard sometimes. All right. Number four, pacing myself. Like I said, the water intake was the hardest. (laughs) It seems so silly, right? Water, drinking water, but that was truly the hardest. And what I learned by drinking a gallon of water a day is that I had to pace myself. I knew how much water I had to drink by 10 o'clock in the morning and 12 and then 4 p.m. and then 7 p.m. Because otherwise I was chugging 32 ounces of water at 9 p.m. at night and knew it was going to be a long night, you know? So I really had to pay attention to that. How often, you guys, you're going to so relate that we decide, yep, I'm going to work on this goal and you give it everything you have and... You fizzle out after week one, it goes down even week two or three, and then by week four, that thing that you were going to do, you're not doing it anymore. Do you know that so few podcasters make it past the seventh episode? There are so many people starting podcasts right now. It takes consistency, okay? That email list that you create, you have to be consistent with it. You have to show up consistently on social media if that's what you choose to do. Consistency wins the game. So you have to pace yourself. So often we say, okay, I'm going to be super consistent with social media. And you start off doing a post, a reel, and a live all in the same week. And it's just too much. And you fizzle out. So what can you do consistently right now? So that way you can track it for a month, show that you've done it, prove to yourself that you've done it, give yourself the confidence that you've done it, and then add a little bit more. So many times we bite off more than we can chew and then we just fall off the bandwagon way too quickly and then we're not consistent. Then we have the proof of failing and then it just spirals down with a mindset. Start with smaller bite-sized pieces so that you can gain the confidence and the consistency and it just propels you to keep going and then you can add on more pacing yourself. Number five, this kind of piggybacks off it with a compound effect. Is this really working? So pacing yourself, you're being consistent, you're drinking the water, I'm working out twice a day, I'm eating really well, I'm not eating after seven o'clock at night. I am, by day 30, feeling really frustrated. Why? Because I don't see any difference. In fact, my skin was breaking out like I was a 12-year-old again. It was awful. I was embarrassed, I was grossed out, I was pissed. I actually called my friend who's an esthetician. I go, is my skin breaking out because of this? She goes, oh my God, absolutely. Whenever you do a cleanse or a toxic cleanse like this, when you're drinking tons of water, your body is purging it out. She goes, in fact, you're not going to see real results until after day 60. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. And it was just not a nice time (laughs) for me. And I was feeling discouraged. So 30 days in, then we have 40 days in and I'm still like, I didn't do this for weight loss, but I did want to feel better. Right. And I'm telling people I'm doing it. And I didn't lose a lot of weight. I may have lost five pounds, but I felt more toned and people did comment that like, you look really good. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) 
I don't feel any different as far as that, but people complimented, which was very kind, but I also did feel more focused because I had time management around the workouts and around the drinking of water and getting stuff done. So the compound effects. So day 40, starting to feel good, starting to feel more focused. By day 60, sure enough, it was just like my friend said. My skin just looked so much better. And then by day 70, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel really good. I just feel on fire and ready and like just strong and lean and focused. But it took time. The same thing in business. When we're doing marketing, when we're doing our thing, you're going to have that. You're going to see a bump. You're going to see an improvement and then you're going to plateau out. And then you got to keep going, being consistent so that you can level up again. All right. Number six, education. I love this benefit. I think this is probably the highlight for me is the education piece because I listen to a ton of podcasts when I walk every morning, but now I was doing a workout twice a day. So I chose to walk twice a day. I love it. I wanted this to be somewhat enjoyable. So I walked twice a day and during those walks in the morning, it was podcasts in the afternoon. It was an audio book. But then I was reading 10 pages a day at night, and those are self-improvement or business books. You guys, I read four books, hardcover books. I listened to hundreds of podcasts, and then I listened to at least five audiobooks, and some of those books I re-listened to because they were so good. So I got so much education in, and that is what I love most about this taking that consistent time and up-leveling my learning. And number seven, the proof. That is why I'm such an advocate for being consistent, because then you have the proof. What do I mean by that? I have the proof. I can look back and say, I did that. So when I make a decision to do something in the future, I could, oh, Melissa, are you going to really finish that? You know, you're really busy. You got a lot of, you got a lot, you got a lot of things going on. I can look back and say, no, I can. If I plan it out, if I pace myself, if I hold myself accountable, I can achieve that goal because I've done it before. Like my mom says, it's like another feather in your cap of what you've done. So that way you have the confidence to go forward and take it and make it happen. I went into this challenge really wondering if I could do it 75 days without drinking. That was a big deal for me. Can I really do that? And I did it. And now I can do it again because I know I've already done it. So all these things can be brought back to your business planning, scheduling out your time so that you can be consistent, telling a partner or a business partner or a friend to be accountable. When we think something is hard and it totally isn't the hard part, it's something else. That's just life. That's part of running a business. That's knowing and just being self-aware and not being thrown off by it, right? Pacing yourself, not trying to do it all at the same time. Being consistent so you can see that slow but consistent improvement in your business. Learning, constantly being challenged to grow and expand, and then seeing the proof because you've done it. Those are all applicable to your business. And I just want to share with you, if you are looking 
to up-level your business and to bring in those features and bring in those tools and apply what I just said, I would love for you to consider my mastermind. I have a 90-day mastermind starting in January. Notice it's a few weeks out so you can plan for it. If you go to mismalisrose.com forward slash mastermind, I have two days that I'm offering a mastermind. It's either Thursday cohort or Friday cohort. At the recording of this podcast, I only have two spots left for Thursday. It is a time to come in and learn from each other, grow from each other, hold each other accountable, show yourself that you can do it, have consistency in an action or strategy, get ideas and plan out the next 90 days so that you can level up and grow and become better. If that sounds like something you are interested in, please check it out, mismalissarose.com forward slash mastermind. I would love to have you consider this 90-day program. I hope you got value out of this little exercise that I did for the past 75 days. I genuinely, as of today, think I am going to do another 75 hard. It was truly a time to dial in and focus on something, and coincidentally, I had a record month in business in September, and then I had another record business month in November. I up-leveled in my learning. I up-leveled in my network of people. It was so good for business by doing this personal health challenge. So for what it's worth, I hope it was helpful and gave you something to think about. I would love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram and let me know your takeaways. I always love to hear from you. Better yet, leave an honest rating and review on Apple iTunes. Those are so appreciated as it helps other amazing boss babe business owners learn more about Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. Hope you guys are well. Have a great week. We will see you here same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still here. You got to be part of the group. Come on over and join us at the Rebel Women Tribe in Facebook world. This is my private group for brick and mortar business owners where we empower, encourage, and support each other. And every once in a while, I come in and share with you tips, tools, and strategies that I've learned in my business to help you in yours. And you guys, this is the nitty gritty stuff. I am sharing real time what is going on, what is helping me so I can help you. Come on over, the Rebel Women Tribe. We'd love to meet you there. Peace. Bye-bye.